dear Lord, let's impact somebody's life today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast. Broadcasting live from New York City. It's a pleasure to have you. Leaders today, this message is inspired by my little brother Brian, who's out living in San Marcos, Texas. And the title of this podcast is going to be You Get to a Point. There comes a point in our lives where we have a goal, we have a desire that doesn't seem quite attainable. And we get to a point when on the pursuit of this desire, this goal, (laughs) we figure out how to solve it. Just got a text message from an incredible soul at uh, Columbia University. His name is Kenneth. We're gonna do a Jaja's mic titled All Problems Are Knowledge Problems. And it's really about solving your issues. This is gonna be a phenomenal one. Leaders, have you ever gotten to a point where you see the next level. Like the road is up ahead, but you just, you just, you don't quite know how to get there, but you see that the road is ahead because there's people there. So it must be a real place. It must not be this abstract environment that does not exist. It clearly exists. There's people there like you and I. And you're just wondering, how do I get there for myself? That's what this podcast is about today. And the reason this is important is because my brother sent me a picture. He sent me a picture of a screenshot. And in this screenshot was a picture of my social media platform. Right now, if you're on social media and listening to this today, it is 2019. Now, of 2019, January. 23rd. Yes, I had to make sure I got that right. 
Instagram right now is the biggest platform. It's the biggest. It's where all the attention is. And if any social media that has the most attention will always be regarded as the largest platform. And they sent me a screenshot. And I don't typically look at my my stats or statistics on things. But today I took time to really look at it and see why it inspired so much. And he sent me a screenshot and it was in reflection to growth. The growth on my platform on galleries by Jaja on Instagram. And the fact that it was at 14.8 thousand supporters. And he mentioned how, you know, you literally, you know, to think you can get past that 10K mark and then you finally get there, you know. And the thing was, my leaders, there was a point which changed to another point. And I want to talk about the first point. The first point was the giving up stage. I remember very vividly back in 2014 where I started this Galleries by Jaja Instagram page and I started it brand new like we start anything in our lives. My God, oh Holy Spirit, Jesus talking talk right now. Jesus, let me talk about this. Let me talk about this. My leaders. Wow, it's gonna be a good one. My leaders, my God, come on, Spirit. I started the platform like any body starts anything in life relationship diet exercise plan and as I started and I made this photography page I'm studying photography at this point Barnes and Nobles every day reading books and books and books more books and more books on photography. And I started my Instagram page. And I remember vividly that very first image, thinking to myself, man, what am I doing? This is not going to give me business. This is not going to influence anybody. Who am I to think that I can have influence? that I can have impact. Started to post my first few. And then, you know, nobody knows you at that point. And it just came a dark period. Like in all beginning stages of something, man. Is this even gonna work? Is this even, like, is this even worth it? This is the question. I had to ask myself this question. Is it worth it, Jaja? Is it worth the trouble? And I doubted myself to the point where I was going to delete. I remember clicking, however you delete profiles, I was there. I was about to delete this thing. 
And the problem with quitting things that are beneficial to you is you just never know where it's going to lead. You know, it's especially if it's something that was created out of a good place. It only can get better. But you never know in the beginning stages because a lot of times you have these struggles and you have these trials and tribulations in the beginning that just make you doubt. You're just in doubt. It's a serious doubt. It's serious. And it plagues you. And it plagued me. It haunted me. Big time. And I just told myself, you know, I don't know what came over me. It had to be God. It had to be God just saying, you know, I got a plan for you. I got a plan. I want you to stay here. I'm going to show you how to do it. For whatever reason, I got that revelation back then. Don't delete it. I didn't know why. Because it was completely ridiculous. But I got to a point where, you know, if I'm going to do this, let me figure out how. There goes that next point. Within a point, you get to another point. And you either quit on something or you stay committed. You figure out how. I say, you know what? I want to grow this platform. Why? Because if you look at my very first image on Galleries by Jaja, you'll see the motivation of that paragraph that I wrote came from my heart. I mean, I was probably emotional when I wrote that. That's how deep it came. Because I came from a point where I stopped doing pre-pharmacy as a major. And I had just gotten back to, uh, I think it was my ex-apartment. And I'm emotional because you pretty much got disowned from the mother at the time. You know, she supports everything I'm doing now. Bless her heart. But back then, it was just... I was by myself. I was alone. And literally, literally, I wrote that out of just passion. Like, if nobody understands me, I do. And there's going to be a group of people who understand me. I'm going to help these group of people who who get me. I'm going to help these people. These are going to be people I do photography for. Come on, Jesus. Come on, God. Wow, this is going to be something different. These are going to be the people that I help. I see them, the dreamers, or they just believe in themselves, and but they're people. That's why I went to people. I just believe in people. I want the best opportunities for people, and these are going to be the folks. I'm going to help inspire folks with, the, with my photography. I'm going to help build careers with my photography. I'm going to help change people's image of themselves with my photography. I'm going to give people a better image. Something that they can believe in. 
a side of them that they've never seen before. That's what I'm going to do to photography. And then it's also going to be a way out of a trap, a system. You know, it's going to free up my time. Galleries by Jaja was the representation of telling the story. And I was going to delete that Instagram account. But something said, don't do it. And figure out a way to get your brand out there. What can, what can you do? And I believed in myself because my Twitter, I did that to my Twitter back in college. I grew up from like a couple hundred to a thousand, like two, almost 4,000 at a certain point in time. And I feel like God taught me a lesson there because I feel like I had something to say. And I feel like I had something to say. I always feel like I want the most people hearing my, my message because I know it's going to be impactful. And I, back in college, my stuff was definitely vulgar and just very, oh my gosh. I really didn't have nothing to say back then. But I thought this stuff was funny. So I wanted people to see it, you know. But now... I definitely have something to say and I want it on the biggest platform available. So I go to these platforms and so for whatever reason, I say, I'm, I'm going to get past 10K. I'm going to get past 10K. Part of me was like, man, you're not going to do that. You've never done something like that before. What makes you think that you can get to 10,000? Like, get out of here, dude. You had a couple hundred. Nobody's seeing your stuff. Get out of here. And I think what really helped me was the fact that I was running at the time. And I recognized my running. I never thought that I could run the way I ran. You know, I never thought I could push myself the way I pushed myself during the discipline of running. And that just trickled down to my Instagram. Like, if I could discipline myself here, I can definitely discipline myself in this other area. So the running definitely helped. And it just allowed me to find a plan, a game plan of like, 20 to 30 minute, you know, increments of just following people that would like my page. Basically like a door-to-door salesman. I was studying Zig Ziglar at the time and Brian Tracy, great salesman. I still study sales. But I, I recognize, man, if I'm going to be in business, I need to treat this like a business. You know, if I was going to do door-to-door selling at one point in time, let me treat the Instagram like that. And I don't have to go door-to-door. You know what I mean? I can just go to profile to profile and just tell people I exist, basically. Hey, look at me. I'm here. You know, so I treated it like that. And basically, I would knock on the door of a few hundred people a day, you know. If anybody was interested, then we, we, we kept them. If, if not, we just closed the door on them. They're not interested in what I have to offer or my platform. And then I just started to think, man, I don't even think, maybe it's not that they're not interested. I just got to make my my platform more impactful. I got to offer more value. And as my platform started to grow, my leaders, here comes that next point again. I got to a point that got me to a point that got me to another point. A point where I saw, since I was seeing progress, that, oh, my goodness, I can do this. I can literally do this. I'm, I can make it. I know how to make it. But it's all in this discipline. 
I need to have this discipline. If I continue to remain disciplined in this area, my goodness, I'm going to see the result. I'm seeing it. So when I started to get past like that first thousand, I was just stoked. And, uh, and then that next three thousand, and then four, and then five. And then it kept rising, and then it got to a point where I had to do, you know, more. And then after it got to about 8,000, I said, man, whoa, this stuff is working. You know, this method, this discipline is working. It's helping me increase. You know, I'm impacting more people. More people are asking for, you know, advice, tips, sliding through the DMs, supporting, you know, but main thing for me is inspiration, influence on a positive note. This is what was happening. And I recognized when I got close to 10K, I'm at like nine some thousand at this point. At this point, I had already got a feeling as though I would get at 10K. But it, the fact that I was at nine, it was like I almost wanted to self-sabotage myself. Because I was this close, I almost wanted to sabotage myself. Like, dude, yeah, I know you're this close, but dude, come on, man. Come on, dude. Like, really, you this close, but you're not. Nah, man, stop. Cut it off. You're not really going to get past this 10K. Like, start, forget about your platform. You know, stop doing as much work as you've been doing. Slow down. Take it easy. Relax. Jaja, just relax. Do other things that don't pertain to the discipline, man. And what I recognize the danger in not continuing on with the discipline is that other distractions try to take our place. The place of the discipline. The discipline is what got you there. And other things try to come into place when you ever you get to it's almost it's a fear like well i'm really about to reach this peak can i do it and what happens when i get to that peak can i stay up there can i you know what i mean can i keep it can i maintain it not understanding the very fact that you discipline yourself and it took you a long time to get here and it was a struggle that struggle taught you how to discipline yourself that struggle taught you that you're ready for all challenges and obstacles that's what that struggle did God put you through the struggle so you can figure out that you're a soldier. You're a soldier. Of course you can maintain your success. Need not you fear success only to understand that the reason you are successful is because you have the very discipline and material for it, depending on how you've obtained it. My leaders, I was scared. Period. I was scared. I was terrified. And the beauty of it is, when I got to 10K, it wasn't this big ordeal. Because I knew I was getting there. Think about this. Along the way, my leaders, <laughs> you have a certain goal. Right? And when you reach that place, to other outside looking in, it's like, oh, snap. Bro, how'd you do that? You know what I mean? It's amazing. It's like, yo, how did you do that? How in the world did you possibly, how did you do it? I can't believe you doing it right now. But ask anybody who's accomplished anything phenomenal. They get to a point where 
literally they know they're gonna reach this point they just know it because they're they're disciplined they see the process and they see the road ahead and when they look at the road ahead not they don't see abstract people anymore you know what i mean they don't see it's not abstract to the place that they want to go they actually see that they're equivalent to the very thing or opportunity that they want. They're equivalent to it. That's a scary place to be because you become you become phenomenal. You really, in essence, become that person that's already over there. You just lack the discipline. But you have the a particular seed, a germ of the mindset that's gonna that's gonna leap and launch you forward. But you're still gonna have to find the knowledge of how to do it. But you get to a point which leads you to another point, which gets you to this point. You get to a point where you know now, whew, my God, there's nothing like knowing. You know, whoa, I can get there. I can get there. I see it. Because you've disciplined yourself enough, your self-esteem is high enough to say, nah, I'm. And so I got to that point around six, 7,000. It was like, I got to the point where, oh, whoa, I'm about to actually get there. Like, it's not it's not strange anymore. and But that was the next leap because a lot of times you see that, you get there, and it's like, man, how am I going to get to that next place? And it's crazy because the next leap, you can't do what you did the first time. That's what I learned the hard way. Like, man, whatever got me to this point now, I can't continue to do the same thing. It's not – I'm I, you hear people say, man, I feel stuck. Yeah, you feel stuck because God is saying, now I want you to challenge yourself in new areas. You have this discipline. It's good. But now I need you to get some new disciplines. There's new things you have to learn in order to truly get to that next place. You can't. You just can't grow here doing those things, operating that way. And that's what I learned. It took me a year to learn that, but I learned it. And I said, oh, okay, I can still get those. And that's the thing. That's the point of you still know. It may take you a year, two years, three years. You know you're about to get to this point, but you still are battling with the fact that you don't have that discipline or the knowledge or the information just yet to take you there. And that's your only stumbling block or the the talent, you know, or not even talent, but because you can learn certain things. And then I recognize, man, I'm, Wow. And slowly, it started to creep. It started to creep. It started to creep. And I just want to equate that to, you know, it's not about me being at where I'm at right now. Because even now, I was stuck for a certain point in time, but I recognized how to move forward. And so I know how to get to that next place. I know how to get to, you know, the the, the 20K mark on up, you know. Um but now New York, what New York has taught me, you know, before I had the fear of coming to New York, you know, and just before I even talk about that, my brother, my brother got to that point where he was at a point. And I remember he has a YouTube, he has a YouTube channel, Gooey Panther, G-O-O-E-Y-P-A-N-T-H-E-R, Gooey panther that's his youtube and he's a gamer my brother's always been a phenomenal gamer we grew up playing games together that's what me and brian did we would just play games nintendo playstation 
really didn't grow up on a Nintendo. We actually, uh, Super Nintendo, but not the Nintendo 64. Grew up playing games like Donkey Kong, Mario, Zelda, Golden Ghost. Oh, the hardest game we've ever played. Golden Ghost. So much stories on that game. We grew up playing those games. And PlayStation, Ape Escape. <laughs> You know, and Ape Escape. This was our bond. Video games was our biggest bond together. It wasn't like competition, basketball. That's not where we bonded. We didn't bond in those areas. We bonded the most gaming. You know, we were always we would be so nice with gaming because we would um we would challenge each other in our video games. Like we saw if my brother was nice at a video game, we would literally challenge each other to be like we would take each other's techniques sometimes and that's why we got so good at gaming and i remember playing gears when the xbox came out we were ranked with 333 in the world in a mode called execution where you pretty much had only one life to live and 333 in the world and so we got so good because we would take each other's techniques and you know we would learn from each other you know if he got good i was bound to get good at a game because i would analyze how he plays and I still do that to this day. Now, I've taken a departure for a time with video games, but I'm definitely going to be back playing games again. So he had this channel, though, where now I don't only get to see his, his gaming capabilities. I'm not the only one who gets to see how phenomenal he is at games. But he gets to share with other people. And his platform has been growing. And it's funny because I remember when he was at 80, 80 you know subscribers and even before he got to 80 he was at like 10 10 subscribers views were struggling and it almost for him he felt like you know that channel wasn't working like you know kind of like my story for galleries by jaja like man i created this gaming platform i'm good but it's not working it's just not working and literally literally you know, through constant repetition and discipline. And he finally, he got to a point where he got to another point of recognizing, oh, snap, this is growing. When he got to 50, I kept telling him, you got to hit that 80 real soon. He got to 80. And then there came a point, and I recognized this real time. Mind you, I've been doing YouTube for, for a while, and I understand what I got to do to grow now. But for Brian, it got to a point where, I told him, man, you have to pass me up because and he didn't, he didn't hear what I'm saying. He didn't believe it because he was at 80. And because, see, I don't look at numbers. I look at the things somebody's doing to grow because it always has to come to a point where you get to a point. And this is what growth does for me. I see it in people. And that's why I love helping people grow. You know, that's why like the life coaching, when I life coach, that that that's what I love about it. I love helping people grow getting to that point where they just see the point and he got to a point where he was at 80 subscribers and boom out of nowhere his stuff starts to just it starts to hit that traction because he understood what he needed to do in order for it to grow you know boom he hits 200 i challenge him in a month he hits he gets like, i don't know how many different uh supporters for his platform and boom before you know he passes me up 700 and like 12 subscribers to this day 
in in the span of less than two months and it just it showed me once again when you reach a point where you can see your growth and you can see how you're going to get to that next level god blessed you in such a way i mean because you believe now like he's already said i i got you but you got to really believe that you can make this jump because some other people have made it. You can make it too. You're not any less. I didn't make you any less valuable than this other person, you know. And so my brother, Brian, got to a point where he got to a point, you know what I mean? That perspective change and it's getting me to a point of, oh, he's passed me up. Once again, it's that level. Oh, I can do it too, you know. It's my brother. How much more can you do it if your brother's doing it, you know? Man, it's just an analogy for dude. We all get to a point, man. I remember, I remember my boy Kenneth Stevenson, man, when he was running. When we first started running, you know, he picked it up too. He started to 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 develop the discipline of running. He's always been a disciplined person. I think in college we kind of we were hoping, but we didn't stick to a discipline of like workouts until later on we picked it up and we just made it a habit and. Literally, I remember just just the days and days we just go out and hit that hit those runs and to see him now discipline himself to get his workouts in, you know, it's it's huge because he's gotten to a point where he got to a point. Even in his work ethic, he's gotten to a point where he's gotten to a point like, I can do this consistently. I can really do this like the greats, if not better than the greats. Because anybody, when you're doing something great, when you're doing something phenomenal, you you see, you get to a point. And it sounds crazy, but that's that's it. We are no different. It's just that we don't stick to something long enough to see that, nah, we can do this. Marriages that last, they just reach out for new perspectives on how to make it last. And then they get to that point, which gets them to a point, whoa. We can be that that 60, 70 year marriage uh, couple. You know what I mean? If that's your goal. You know what I mean? If that's your goal. And the individual that's working out for the first time, obese, but decides, you know what? I'm working out. Discouraged because she's working out and does not see any quick results. So you get discouraged. It's like, man, it's not even working. You know what I mean? I ain't stumped my craving. I still got these sugary desires. But even that woman gets to a point where, oh, I met a woman at McDonald's today. She showed me her picture. Obese. I would have never. She was she was slim fit. Beautiful. But she showed me her, her picture. And she said, I used to look like this. I used to look like a year ago. A year ago, I used to look like this. I said, man, get out of here. I was about to take her phone, literally throw it through the windows of that McDonald's out there in New York on 125th Street. I was going to throw it out the window. I decided not to. I don't think that would have been uh, fair. (laughs) But I say that because she got to a point of just being frustrated. She got to a point of just being fed up. She got to a point. So she, she started a new discipline of going to the gym. She don't miss it. She said, I go to the gym six days out of the week. She said, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. 
And she got to a point where she recognized she can do it. Lost all of that weight. And it's beautiful because she got to a point, my leaders. She got to a point. And even here, being in New York today, I got the revelation today of, man, never again do I want to be late on a on a, on a a rent. Even though this place that I'm in right now is week to week. I feel like I finally got into that point where I've gotten to the point of recognizing, oh, snap. I can really make it out here in New York. And not even just like for the sake of talking about make it big, but from the first level of making it, the survival aspect, going two weeks without food because of this fast and choosing to end it tomorrow or the 14th day. Like literally, though, I'm at a point where I can I can go a whole nother week literally with no food on this fast because I got to a point of breakthrough. I literally have gotten to that point where which has gotten me to a point i literally can go i feel a whole month without without a meal and and that would really be due to just a a challenge thing but i can do it i know how to do it you know and i would never what you know a whole month without food but that would be more of a i guess and i'm crazy enough to accept that challenge i would do that but i'm not even going to start talking myself into it (laughs) <laughs> that's not why I got into the the fast to begin with but I, I believe tonight I've gotten that revelation and today since it's going to be the final day I'm going to get so much more revelation but I don't think this podcast would have came had it not been for this fast you know because I've cleared my mind and my body of so many different things you know that I needed to clear my body and my mind from that was kind of directing me in the wrong directions. But now I understand what I must do here. But I've gotten to a point, which has got me to another point of, hey, I can make it out here in New York. And this is like, this is the worst season, the coldest season, the coldest season. Where everybody's like, oh, you got to go to New York. Don't go to New York in in the winter. I went in the winter, my leaders. I'm Jaja, man. Y'all know I love challenges. I'm crazy. I don't know why I put myself in certain circumstances. It's the coach in me, man. Uh, I just can't help a challenge. I can't help but to take on a challenge in the right sake, you know. Part of the reason why I took the two-week no food, just a challenge. And another part of me wants to go a month. Another part of me really wants to do the biblical thing Jesus did and go for 40 days. But I don't think, I don't believe that this is this fast. If I get a revelation, though, today to continue on, there has to be a reason. So I'm going to pray on it. But back to the topic, man. We get to a point. We just get to a point. We get to a point where we recognize we can do it. And my leaders, if you're still listening to this one, you're a real one. (laughs) My leaders, to wrap this up, I just want you to know, you know, most likely you're a person of self-development. You're a person of growth. These are my leaders who are listening to this podcast at this very moment. You are special. You are phenomenal. You are incredible. You have so much you want to do, so much you're living for and. You just believe in growth. You don't believe in complacency. 
And because that's you, understand that there's places you want to get to. Whether it's a marriage, whether it's kids, you know. I recognize some some of my gentlemen, they want kids. They're just not ready for it. But they're going to get to a point where they get to a point. Even when they have the kid, they're going to get to a point where they get to a point like, man, I could have had this a long time ago. You know, why did I wait till now? Deja vu. Just had a deja vu, yeah. They could they could get to that point. But, you know, you have to, you got you to gotta experience a lot of things to finally and endear. That's the key word, to endear, to know, well, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. Oh, snap. Like some folks who graduate. And recognize that they can they can finish. My father got his PhD. He recognized he got to a point where it became easy. You know, it got to a point where the discipline helps you. You know, when you get disciplined at something, it just becomes easy to discipline yourself in that in that area, thus accomplishing the task at hand. You know. So that's the key, man. We gotta get to that point where we get to a point. That this is easy. It's like this breakthrough. Like, oh, I can do this. And my leaders, whatever you're doing, know. Know in your heart of heart. That's the biggest reason we make it in the things we do. We don't, we stay cynical when we've never endeared something. You know, and if you're endearing and you really can't do it, I'm just not a firm, I'm just not a believer that there's something that God put us here on this earth to do that we can't do. It's just the things you can't do is something that you generally don't want to do. You don't like it. And if you don't like it, admit it and move forward. That's good to admit it. you don't like something. You know, not to stick in something you don't like. It's good to admit I don't like that. That's why I don't stick here. And if you admit that, oh, that's beautiful. But don't say it's because of your capabilities or it's because of your potential. Now nah, you have unlimited potential. You can do all things, literally. You just got to choose what it is that you want to do. Even if you're in a relationship, there is no relationship that cannot work. You just got to admit that I don't want this to work. I don't like this person. We are not compatible. I'm not sticking here. Boom. Then that's it. Move forward. But if both people came together and want something to work, it is going to work. It is going to work. And your dream, your dream wants it to work. It does. It wants it to work. But many dreams, depending on how ambitious you are or what it is, it's going to take a lot of endearing. But I guarantee the endearing is not until the end. It's never at the end that you realize you can accomplish it. It's somewhere along the process. Somewhere along the process you recognize that you can make it. And that, I think that's the most beautiful poetic part about this experience of life. Somewhere along the process you recognize and you see clearly like, whoa, I can actually make it. Now, when you get to that point, my leaders, you've already won. Just continue to keep the discipline. 
And while you're keeping the discipline, see what else you can throw in and tack into your life so you're living a balanced life. My leaders, thank you for tuning in to today's We Are Leaders podcast all the way from New York. Let's go into prayer. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name for guiding us here today to listen to this podcast. Father, you are calling us to continue to believe, continue to endure because you are telling us that you have a special gift and it's the gift in knowing the gift that if we continue to endure we'll finally get to a point where we get to a point where we recognize that we can do this we can pay the bills we can lose the weight we can get over the addiction We can be with that woman of our dreams that we want to marry. You can marry that guy. He is the one. (laughs) That job is for you. Those goals are for you. That money is for you. God's love is for you. My leaders, I pray that you get to a point. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. When you recognize that God loves you, God loves you so much, He wants you to reach your desires. He just wants you to be still enough so you can get to a point where you get to that point to say, if it's not on my will or my strength, I know that God is going to provide me with a way to do it, with a way to love, with a way to forgive. I just got to endure. My leaders for this season. We ask God that you cover us, protect us, give us your love, your grace, your mercy. Show us how to remain disciplined and endure the things we need to endure in order to get to that designated outcome. Father, show us the way. Guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My leaders, I'm going to see you all in the next podcast. We out.